Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Radio Nasties podcast with me, Vic, and unfortunately, as usual, Richard. This cloth smells of death. Most of your cloth smell like death. What have you been doing? Buried them underground for a Let them on stage. Um, see, we got that one from. <laughs> yeah, so we're back. Yeah. As usual, I guess. Yeah. We unfortunately do this Weekly. too much. Weekly. And today, I have another one of my kind of guinea pig films with you. Where I have definitely seen this movie. That just makes it sound horrible because there is a franchise called Guinea Pig, and it's just. Like, is it about horrible. a guinea pig that no, kills it? It's just thing? like gory torture. Oh, movies. that's boring. I thought you were going to tell me the, the best possible plot of a film no. ever known to man, where this guinea pig is. Uh, no, unfortunately, not. Somebody make that movie. Is it Ichi the film, Guinea, guinea the Killer? What? If you're listening, potential filmmakers. Guinea Pig Horror Film. I mean, you could, it's great. It could be a sequel to Zombievers. Some guineas. I don't know how you could take that wrong, can you? Guineas. Oh, are they talking about tribal people in a derogatory term? No, 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 no. Definitely guinea pigs. guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've definitely seen this. I, I believe I've seen this movie twice. And I don't remember it. So, I mean, I don't know what that tells you. I mean, it, apparently it's got fairly good reviews. So, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, if it means okay. anything to you. No, it doesn't. No, not really. Nowadays, that could be anything. So, uh, I really don't know what I'm getting into here. It's got a good cast. Well... The guy, the both, guys in it. I think we can uh, both say for sure it won't be as good as a barrel ground. It's not fucking hard, is it? Jesus. Um, yeah, so it's a 2014 British-Irish horror film. Weirdly enough, I'm pretty sure this is set in, in Scotland. Yeah, so it's like British-Scottish? Why not? <laughs> the Irish. It's local-ish. Let Us Pray. Oh, I think I've heard of this. I don't yeah. Know I've seen it. Is it, got, is, it saying, is it something to do with the police? Yeah, yeah, it's it's set in a police. It's very um, uh, kind of like a cabin in the woods. Right. It's where it's so set in a exactly it's in a police. You, yeah. I hate these yeah. films. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's set in a police uh, police station for at least the majority of the film. That I remember. I think there is some bits outside, but I think most of it is kept inside the police station. So let's get right into it. I guess watch yeah. this film, see if it's shit or not. Usually, is with you or me. So. Who knows? Well, we treat ourselves every now and again. Yeah, but I don't know with this one. It's it's like a it's like a blind date with I a mean, movie. Of all your, I don't remember about this. They've both been quite good. So uh, that's a very good point. Maybe it's good when I forget films. Yeah. Um. Excellent. So let us pray. Two English professors. Nerds. Horror lovers. And we married each other. Now every week we bring new terrors to the table. We started by analyzing literature and horror movies. And we've expanded into research and conversation about all things horrifying. Dim the lights, spark up the candles, and drag out those Ouija boards. No rabbit hole is too deep. No basement is too dark. And nothing will stop us from bringing you new scares every week. I'm Drew. And I'm Krista. This is Dr. Scarelock. There are two types of people in this world. The haunters and the haunted. Which one are you? So we're back after Tup Movie. What do you think? First impressions? I mean, the ratings, I mean, it's going to be... Oh, I mean, that was, a, uh, that was a weird film. It's a pretty heavy film, isn't it? Yeah, like in a good way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool subject. Well, it depends how you... Shall we just get into it and then yeah. save us? I mean, yeah, it's one of those films where you just 
keep it's hard guessing. to it's yeah. just like, oh, I think this is going to happen. And it's like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Oh, didn't see that. Oh, didn't see that coming. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just does that for about 90 minutes until the film just sort of ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's just uh, yeah, let's just go straight in. So it kind of opens with a, a rough sea. Yeah. Which seems to conjure up. It was a really, really cool shot, though. Really yeah, nice. with the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack. Oh my god! There's, the there's, soundtrack is phenomenal. yeah. It's really. It doesn't kick in like a lot through the movie, but when it, when does, it does, it's, it's like oh, I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel the soundtrack. Um, but yes, yeah, so you got this cool fucking kind of. I suppose it's kind of. I'm trying to make the word now. It's it's kind of like what's the what's it fucking called? Eighties music. Symphonic. Yeah, it's kind of like semi synth, but it's yeah. kind of like it's it's not synth, but it's. It's very close to... It, it reminds me of the thing. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the very, the, the yeah. theme song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, not even just the way it sounds, but the way, like, the pacing of the actual... Yeah, it's very, theme. very John Carpenter-esque. Yeah. Um, but the the sea seems to kind of, like, conjure up this trench coat man. Yeah. Who I can't remember, did we mention it's played by uh, Liam, Liam Cunningham? I'm not sure. If, I know me and you spoke about it earlier, yeah. but um, I don't know. Well, know. yeah, it's Liam Cunningham. You know. Yeah, he's, most he's... people probably know him as Sir Davos from yeah, Game of he's... Thrones. And uh, this film had a much better ending than. That. It's not fucking hot. That doesn't probably even mean this is going to mean you don't even know if this yeah. has got a good ending yet because it could still be shit. But it's better. Who knows? I know Liam Cunningham. Um, I thought you were about to say like I know, I know him personally, no. a friend of mine. I know him very early on because he is one of the main characters in Dog Soldiers. Yeah, so I know him. Which we still need to get to. Yeah, we will. Don't worry. We will. But he looks fucking cool in this. He's just yeah. kind of got that, you know, that, like, I don't know. That, He's like, just got that don't fuck with me. Look it's kind of like that big dick NG or something. That's what they call it, I think, do they? Yeah. A lot of yeah. people said it well about the, that what the Joaquin kids say these days. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> I hope they don't. <laughs> the children. Ooh, look at that big dick energy. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> um... And he also has like a his own personal murder of crows. It's great. Yeah. Imagine having your own personal murder of crows. Well, you don't. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish. Well, the credits kind of roll while we get the uh, like a montage of kind of like the crows infiltrating this town. It shows you shots of the town. I'm guessing it's in sundown, and it it seems like it's sun up. You know, when the credits are rolling. Yeah. But then it. Turns out it's actually sundown. Um, and Liam Cunningham just looks fucking awesome through this whole montage. Cause he's, he's just like walking around smoking like, like yeah. someone from a, I don't know, like a 50s noir film or something. You just It just looks cool. It's the trench coat mostly, I think. He can't see this now, but uh, Vic Curran on his phone buying a trench coat. Yeah, or two, or three. <laughs> Need one of these. I'd never be able to pull it off like Liam Nobody Cunningham can. can. No, but Liam Cunningham can. So the first thing we get is someone whistling like this tune. While unlocking, while they're locking a room up, which seems to have like a sex slave or something in it, or you know, like a, a young girl, too young. Well, everybody's too young for being a sex slave. <laughs> I was just about to say, like, but, what's the appropriate age? Yeah. It's like, you know, once they're 18. How know, old was she? 25? Oh, that's alright. No, you can be a sex slave. Like, fucking hell, come on. I mean, she wrote consensual, choice. you know. Yeah. We're not, we're not king shaming. Yeah. Um, but she, it, it kind of like turns into a dream. It's like a nightmare. And the main character. Heggy, I don't think that's their first name, but they refer to her as like Heggy pretty much. Uh, I think he, is it Liam Cunningham's the only one that refers to her as Rachel. Yeah, yeah, I think because yeah. everyone else calls her by her second name, don't they? Which is a horrible name, Heggy. Hello, Heggy. 
I think I think it's just their their way of showing that the she's an outsider. Like but she finds a crow feather on a pillar, as you do in the mornings, and it turns out she's in a, a bread and bed and breakfast. So you automatically assume that she's just got here, or she's yeah. not. Very similar here. vibes to uh, Grabbers. Yeah, I never even thought that actually. Yeah. Two completely different films, but linked in that <laughs> way. Imagine that as a double feature. Can you imagine one. if Grabbers was this dark? And then we're going to have <laughs> Let Us Pray. Yeah. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this. Yeah. Let's see what's up. Oh, I no. Want to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she goes to work, and there's, there's fucking crows everywhere. And at this time, it's kind of like cut between her going to work and this kind of Scottish hooligan. I don't know. He just looks like, like a hoodie. Scottish person. Yeah. Well done. Touche. He's uh he's like driving razzing about in his fucking car like too fast. Liam Cunningham like kind of walks out into the middle of the road and stands there, like waiting. And uh I think Heggy Rachel kind of comes out yeah, notices him standing there and she's like, What the fuck? And then she almost yeah, she almost gets hit by the car. The car goes straight into fucking um Liam Cunningham. I don't know who what Liam Cunningham's name is. He doesn't have one, does he? No, you like find out like what he is, but yeah, like if we said his name, it'd be on the Wikipedia page. They just refer to him as his cell number, which is six. But she obviously runs over. She, you know, fucking lads getting out of the car. He goes, turns around and goes, "Please, please not, not another, another one." Straight yeah. away, I'd be like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" Like, and uh, but then he kind of gets cocky after that because she goes round to the front of the car and there's nothing there. Yeah, there is blood on the uh, headlight. Yeah. Which she notices. Yeah, so she, she arrests. Yeah, and he's like, well, what are you arresting me for? I haven't done nothing. It's like, well, I mean, you know, there's blood speeding, on you. And you there's blood on you. almost a police officer. Yes, yeah. yeah. Regardless if not you have or haven't killed anyone, you, uh, you've still broken some laws. Yeah. This lad's called Caesar. Yeah. But his real name's like Frank. Yeah, Frank. So I guess it Caesar's his street name. Oh. But what? Why would Caesar? I don't know. Did he's he get stabbed name? a lot? <laughs> Probably did in Scotland. Yeah. So she takes him to the police station. Obviously, it turns out the reason she's only here is it's her first day. She meets uh, her sergeant, which is McCready, and he uh, seems to do things a little bit not by the book. Something because like, I think Caesar's in there for about two minutes before he he knocks him. Yeah. He punches him. And in when the face they go into the the police station, there's like emphasis on all the uh, missing people posters. Yeah, which comes back. Yep. We also see there's two other coppers fucking somewhere else, like in their car, like shagging away. And, well, you didn't uh, know they're coppers at first, do you? You just think. Well, no, you do. You oh, see the cop car. You see the cop car, and they're in, like, I think you might have missed it when you were writing your notes. Because, um, yeah, because it was funny. Because then when you looked up in the next scene, you were like, oh, and they're fucking coppers as well. Well done, dude. On the job, guys. Um, no, you do see the you see the police car. Uh, yeah, they're, they're ragging away. And I'm racking away. And I think uh, McCready interrupts them because he says, "I'll be on the lookout for uh, yeah, Liam Cunningham." Yeah, I think. I think at this point, Caesar says something about, "Oh, you don't even know if I've hit anybody." And then I think McCready says, "Yeah, like where is this guy?" Yeah. And she's like, "Well, there's definitely blood on the on the lights. So regardless, like he's yeah, hit he somebody. Like no victim, no crime. Yeah." And then Caesar's like, <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah. So McCready tells Caesar, you know, he's like, you know the protocol, you know, you need to get undressed, get ready for your fucking cell. And then, like, Caesar gets undressed, and McCready's, like, near enough wanking over him. He's just, like, staring at him. Like, it's it's weird. Yeah. Straight away, you know, I mean, obviously it makes sense later on. But for what stuff he does later, it feels quite normal. Yeah. This is the first time we get a flashback of uh, Caesar 
hitting someone. Yeah. We get like little flashes throughout the film, which again are revealed, but we don't know what the fuck they are at the minute. It is worth noting that the kid did have a Stanley knife on him as well. Which, uh, yeah, there's quite a few things that I liked. Where yeah. it's, it's, I think it's called Chekhov's gun. Um, it's the name for it. Where if you show something in the first act, you have to have used it by the second, uh, the third act. Yeah. And they do like four or five items in this. I think they do it with the battering ram, the Stanley knife, like batons. They do it. They kind of show everything pretty much, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Like, so the two lover birds, they they arrive back at the station. And they like instantly take the piss out of uh, uh, Rachel. They're they're called Monday and Wernick. Oh, I didn't catch the name. I just referred to them as shagging cops. The whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, I called them lover birds most of my notes. But um, yeah, Monday and Wernick, uh, who are obviously in a relationship. Yeah, and they're a little bit fucked up because I think they like their relationship rough. A tad. Because he's like, oh, you're right, bitch. And she slaps him in the face. And he's like, oh, bitch. And then slaps him in the face. I was like, stop. Border this now. Yeah. Again, so no king shaming? No king shaming? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, like, really, shame that. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. So they take Caesar down to the cell. It's funny because uh, MacReady says, oh, don't mind the skid marks on the pillow. And the you're like, oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, oh, that's great. I thought I was going to have to pay for these skids. <laughs> There's another guy in the cells as well, Mr. Bezik, who is Caesar's teacher. Yeah. He corrects his grammar, so I'm going to assume English teacher. Yeah. So what he says, it's like um, the speaker implies and then the listener. Yeah, infers, maybe? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? I don't know, yeah. something like that. I probably butchered it, but I don't know. But Rachel kind of like assaults, she grabs Caesar's, because he's trying to take the piss out of her again, isn't he? Yeah. And she puts him in the cell, and he's kind of like giving her the big in. So she grabs his arm and kind of twists it, and he's like, oh, wait a Like, straight away, he gets like, shits himself up. Because he's like, that's assault, that's assault. Yeah, it's like, you've been running about, razzing around, hitting people in your cars, mate. So I don't know, I don't know if you're the right person to be telling me what can I do. But he tries to get Bezik on his side. He's like, oh, are you seeing this? This assault and Bezik's like, I don't give a fuck, man. I don't like you. Yeah, pretty much. Rachel McCreed, they have like a you know kind of like a little chat. She makes a comment about his methods, you know, about him hitting Caesar, and he's kind of like, you know, you're in our town now. Like essentially, like we do things a little bit differently around here. And uh, he talks about how this is the first time when you think there's something a little bit off with this guy because he's like, oh, there's uh, the the world is full of evil and everything. You're like. All right, mate. Bit dramatic. Like I know you're a copper, but chill out. And uh, Monday and Wernick arrive, and they've got fucking Liam Cunningham with them. Um, I think they walk in like, "Oh, we found him. Don't worry." Well, he he like steps in first, and I originally I thought he just showed up like voluntarily. Like, you alright, guys? Yeah. No. Yeah. He. Yeah, they, they. I think they just pick. Up. I'm assuming he's let them pick him up. Yeah, I don't imagine. <laughs> like, I don't think were, they've yeah. went. Oh, it's him. And they all kind of like try to talk to him, but he's pretty silent at the, yeah. at the start. But straight away, he's kind of staring at um, Rachel. He's got his eyes locked on her. So he seems to be overly interested in her. They, they, I think they even make a joke about it, don't they? Because they all notice that he's staring directly at her. Yeah, yeah, I think they they say, oh, I think he likes you or something like that, yeah. But they they don't know if, because he's got got like a, he's got a head wound, which they assume is from the, the car hitting him. So they call in the local doctor, 
who's completely fine, has no it's issues. A He's a normal, yeah. So he arrives, it's funny, because he, like, arrives and walks into Monday and Wernick, like, trying to get hot and heavy again. And he's like, oh, we're we playing doctors and nurses now, are we? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Just has to point out, because I, I am a doctor. Yeah. I, I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, no, don't say it like that. I know what he's done. <laughs> He checks over thingy, doesn't he? Doesn't yeah, he basically says, look, I don't really know what's wrong with him, but it, you're right, it could be just he's voluntarily not speaking. Yeah, yeah, basically saying, like, there's no reason for not, he's just not yeah. talking to you. So McCready basically goes, well, you know, maybe he's got something to hide, so there's no harm keeping him overnight. And the, even the doctor's like, yeah, I, I advise you keep him overnight. I think he's probably more on about the fact that he could be concussed or something. Yeah. He's like, keep him overnight. But um, McCready's just like, fucking keep him in. He isn't. Well, they they look over his uh, belongings as well, and like all he all he's really got on him is this like this like little black book, yeah. and it's it's filled with names, just names yeah, of names like and symbols. symbols and signs next to stuff. I mean, she's like, oh, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it, he understands what it fucking is. Obviously, like we don't. And uh, Doc, the the doctor, kind of says something to. I th- I th- well, he doesn't say it to. Liam, but he, uh, Liam Conan, but he, he kind of, he's saying something about how the town's like a, uh, a very one horse town. Yeah. And it's great because it's like the coolest first line from yeah. a character ever. And Liam kind of just like looks up and he's like, it's a pale fucking horse. horse. And you're like, yeah. oh, oh no, dear. oh dear. Oh, he means business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what happens is he, what you assume, he, he kind of like looks into, the doctor's mind and you see these slight flashes of some building somewhere with something going on but the doctor kind of reacts like straight away and he's kind of like oh fuck yeah like he knows he knows and they're all like what you want about like what does he know and he i think it's his keys or his stethoscope i think he's got like a pair of scissors Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah, is it just from the table or something? Yeah, he's got something anyway. Well, it's anyway. probably for cutting his bandage. Yeah, good point. And uh, so, yeah, he he tries to, like, stab him, like, instantly with, yeah, with his... Yeah, the coppers restrain him. Yeah, they're like, whoa, not in a police station, mate. Yeah, coppers <laughs> stabbing people. You should... You're a doctor. Yeah. You should really know how dangerous stabbing people is. We're not hypocrites. <laughs> so the doctor's locked away in the cells because everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But he won't, obviously, he won't say anything. <laughs> I think Caesar gives him some shit as well when he comes down. He's like, oh, are you coming to join us? And it's like, I think Mr. Bezik actually, doesn't he say something where he's like, oh, I always knew there was something up with you and he's, he's like, the worst thing you could be is a hypocrite yeah, or something. Yeah, he says something like that. And it's, it's implied that the, the teacher's a paedophile. Yeah. Because it's Caesar. He, he comes out with a line to him like, oh, he likes his... Uh, his whiskey like he likes his women. Like, yeah, um, 12 like years old. Years. That's it, yeah. yeah. Monday kind of uh, gives Caesar some shit. And she... she this is, Again, this is like a, a her first kind of thing where you're like... She's a bit not right her, isn't she? Like, if the rough sex didn't say anything, like, <laughs> she kind of, like, basically tells him to shut the fuck up or she's going to batter him. So they, they fingerprint, uh, Liam. They finger, they finger Liam. Yeah. They, uh, they fingerprint Liam and he, he basically says, like, another, another word where, you know, another, like, line where he's kind of, he's kind of like, he's got the, you know, the fingerprint ink on his fingers. Yeah. And he's like, sticky, oh, sticky, sticky, sticky little, little fingers. fingers. And, he flexes his hand, and the doctor does it in the cell. So I think that's your first inkling that he can kind of influence people. Yeah. I don't know if he can directly control them, but I think he can influence them to Certain do stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they they interrogate Liam, 
and uh, McCready's, you know, basically saying like, we fingerprinted you. The identity you've got on file is obviously not you because yeah. apparently you died in 1982 or something. Age 73. Yeah. And he's like, you know, what the fuck's going on? And he says something about, oh, you know, I think he says something like, oh, I didn't think it'd be that easy or something. And Liam comes out with something like, no, we're going to do it really fucking old fashioned tonight. Um, he keeps coming out with these kind of weird, ominous yeah, he also phrases. Mentions that like the clock is ticking and midnight, midnight is coming, which uh, comes back. It's uh, it's great because this is the first time McCready recites a Bible verse, and uh, Liam finishes it. He says he starts it. Liam finishes it, and uh, McCready basically goes, "You know, oh, was this? You know, this is this how we're similar? Like we're both Christians?" Yeah, and it's all your or more New Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind of, um, McCready turns around to him, he's like, oh, you know, you don't believe in God. And Liam turns around, he's like, I didn't say that, but I would like a fucking word. And I'm like, yeah. this is great. Like, who is this guy that's like, fuck God, I want a word with him. He owes me fucking five pounds, he does. <laughs> oh, God. You cunt. Remember when I fucking yeah. lent you that DVD two years yeah. ago? You fucking can't. And he, this is the point where he looks into MacReady's head. Yeah. So there we go. You get your first implication that there's something wrong with MacReady as well. Um, MacReady like kicks off about this. He's kind of like, get him the fuck out of here and put him downstairs. I think it's Monday. Monday is called to go and put him downstairs. And he touches her hand, goes into her head. And it shows you that the her and Wernock, while they're also fucking... They are corrupt cops because there's like a flashback where they're beating a uh, yeah they're beating this guy they're in, supposed to be interrogating but they're like fucking beating yeah. him like he's Not like just like good cop bad cop no he's like, like on the table the lying down they're both like punching him downwards and like, like they, you can tell by the face as they're enjoying it yeah like, this is fucking yeah. cracking this is seems like the kind of cops that I've obviously got too used to uh, putting the uh, people away ain't they got yeah. too big for their boots while she she kind of obviously like you know gets the flash and. She drops the keys to the cells and she kind of fucks off, gets away from him. And obviously, you know, you think, oh, he's got the keys now. But he gives them straight back to Rachel. He's yeah. like, specifically Rachel. He's like, you know, here, they're for yeah. you. Well, even Rachel, like, looks at him. Like... And she's kind of like, why? That's a bit, you're a bit honest to be in here, ain't you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... And she she walks off and... I think that just further emphasises the point that he's where he wants to be again. Yeah. Which it gets emphasised even more later, <laughs> later on. But um, she she walks away and uh, Liam kind of does this whole thing where, you know, he's kind of prepared and he's like, so who's first? And you're like, oh my God, shit's about to get real. Yep. And then he fucks them all. <laughs> I'd like to, for the record, say that he doesn't. I mean, he fucks. We don't know. He yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You can't say for sure. That you didn't see... Uh, it's kind of like that TV thing, isn't it? It's like, if you don't see them die, they might not be... I fucking hate that. If you, know? you don't see them not getting fucked, they were probably fucked. What, what kind of a rule is that? Especially if, like, everybody knows about it. It's like, so everyone you don't see die... Like someone who died, like, sent 10 seals. You didn't see their body. And it's like, he's dead. dead. Like, do we need to see bodies all the time? Like, Rachel tries to... She tries to kind of comfort Monday at this point, obviously trying to, you know, start to be friendly with her new workmates. And she doesn't want fucking any of it. She's kind of like, I don't know who you are. Which like, you like, don't know me. Friend, like, like leave nothing. me the fuck alone. Yeah, like, leave me the fuck alone. McCready says that the two lovebirds, he says, I want you to go and look in the doctor's house, like, see what the fuck's going on. And he says, you know, he says, I'm going out too. I've got my own stuff to do. I think he says something about, he's like, I'm going to try and find out the real identity of... Uh, of the guy we've got in the cell. And 
Rachel makes a comment where she's essentially going like, is this a good idea, leaving one copper in charge of four inmates? And Matt kind of goes like, well, as long as you're not letting them fucking out at all the same time, like, I don't see the problem. Um, but he, he kind of more or less intimidates her into staying on her own, well, he gets, he? like, really pissed. He's yeah, because he's like, I've never seen like... so much disubordination like this in all my life. And I was like, yeah. she didn't say that much. Like, I think he's just blown out a portion. Valid, uh, yeah, and like... Comments she made. Um, she gets the piss taken out of her for that by um Wernock and Monday and they leave her this crossword and Wernock has a has a great line where he's like enjoy the crossword it's a bitch too and I'm like touche wherever McCready's gro- going he's drinking and driving he yeah. takes like a little uh, bottle of whiskey or out of his yeah the first time he does it he sees a vision of a yeah he sees like something in the back of his car well, it's a Liam. Liam yeah. Cunningham's character, but his eyes are completely white. You see this quite a few times, don't you? Yeah. You also see that he's passing somebody's bleeding on the side of the yeah, road. it's just which... like a bloody hand, but you see like the hand twitch a little bit, yeah. implying that whoever this... Uh... It's still alive for now. I mean, you obviously get the impression that it's, it's whoever thing. Caesar hit, but... Um... So Caesar, Bessick and Liam are all down the cells, kind of like, Caesar's kind of just giving them all shit, really. I think it's just like his thing, in it. Yeah. He just like, just, just doesn't just show up. Yeah. yeah. But Liam, like, he crunches like a feather in his hand. Yeah, and he like conjures a box of matches with it. Yeah. And it also gives um, Bessick a toothache. Like, yeah. he, he crunches his hand and Bessick's like, oh, fucking like grabbing his mouth. Like, I've got... Rachel ends up getting another flashback. She she essentially I think she's going through this stuff. She's looking through um the little book of yeah, his yeah, names. Yeah. And when she touches it, she gets like a real a big flashback of her being a sex life, I assume, you know, like or, or kidnapped, whatever the fuck That's it is. Just the way you say it's grim though, isn't it? Like because in this flashback yeah. you actually see her getting f- I mean it's not graphic, but, no, but you see her getting fucked out. I think enough. the implication's yeah. worse than actually, you know, like seeing the full thing. I mean it's like you know when it's implied and you're like Gee, the the shot they do it with as well. It's like you can kind of only see her laying on the bed, and then she yeah. just starts moving up and down, and you're like, "This is fucking grim." Like I don't know if I need to see this, but and what she does is she's looking through the book, and she starts looking up the names in the book. So the two that we see her look up, they both end up being deceased, and I think one of them's a paedophile, yeah. and one of them is some sort of organized crime being. I think he's got murder fraud everything under it but they're deceased so obviously you get the impression that whoever's name's in this book is fucking He's, dead yeah, or yeah. going to be He's definitely been involved with it yeah. yeah so back in the cells liam begins to taunt bessick you know, kind of saying, like, you know... He, this is where we find out that Bessick is... It's implied that he's a, a wife-beater. Yeah, there was a file on the the wife, and you, you saw a picture of her beaten up, and they were complaining, like, you know, she, she's got yeah. to drop charges first thing in the morning. It happens all the time, yeah, yeah like, yeah. And uh, Liam makes a comment... You can see that, obviously, this stuff is getting to Bessick, for whatever reason. But Liam makes a good comment where he's like, I've never met a woman-beater that isn't really beating himself. And I think that really gets to Bessick. Like Bessick yeah. seems to start like twitching. Um, and there's there's kind of like this feeling that Liam is kind of trying to get Bessick to. He says, "Oh, you know, tell me who you hate or something or something like this." And it seems like he's trying to get him to say something himself. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's as if he's kind of like leading him along a road. Like, come on, 
Yeah, what, what's this? What come on, come on. He doesn't want... Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to say it for you. Yeah. Bessick seemingly fails because he kind of focuses on Caesar. He's like, oh, it's, it's you little shit kids that yeah, have fucked so my life up. And... every day just for you to humiliate me. Yeah, and... Uh, and Liam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. And he says something like, you know, it's you little bastards. And Liam makes a comment where he's like, you know, as much as I want to agree with you that he is a, ba- he is a little bastard, he's like, you're still wrong at the minute. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, well, fuck it. He's like, have it your way then. At this point, the Loverbirds, they begin reporting back that they've entered or they're going to enter the, the Doctor's house. And while this is happening, Bessek begins to repeatedly bash his fucking like forehead fucking and his face into the middle of the bars yeah. in the cell. And he does it like six, seven, eight times. Mm-hmm. It's grim. Yeah. It's the fud as well. I think it's yeah. the noise that's worse than... So... <laughs> yeah. And obviously Caesar's like, Jesus Christ! He starts ringing the alarm for to get someone yeah, down there. What's he want now? So she obviously has to leave talking to the Loverbirds to go and check on her, whatever the fuck is going on. So she goes down there and Bessick's, I think he's, he, you know, he's... He's still kind of conscious, but he's pretty fucked at this point, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he's kind of there, but he's not really... I think he's dying at this point. He's still standing up, but then he kind of like sits down, and then it, it kind of just gets worse from here, doesn't it? She she lets him out. Yeah, lies him on the floor. Yeah, and then he... The doctor says, look, you've got to fucking let me out. Like, yeah. look, there's a doctor, like, feet away from him. Are you going to say that you didn't have this man at least try to be helped when I, I was here. And she's she, she's thinking about it as well, isn't she? Because she's like, yeah. you're a fucking nutcase. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, Bessick's really fucking... Well, she doesn't really know how much... She doesn't know anything about the Doctor at this minute. No, no. But I mean, like, someone who's going to go and stab someone at a police station, I'd yeah. probably be wary about. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I like, definitely think she would have been more wary. you got any sharp uh, objects? Yeah, yeah, very true, yeah. While this, this scene's happening, the Loverbirds are kind of... It's kind of like flitting back and forth from them radioing in, telling them what they're finding in the house. Yeah, they're just saying stuff like, like this is fucking this, this, weird. What the fuck yeah. is dark? Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel right, all this stuff. They eventually go into the house, they walk up the stairs, and they see that there is seemingly a young girl yeah well first they see the shoe don't they and then they notice there's a trail of blood leading up the stairs yeah and then they found what is very clearly a young girl hanged yeah drenched in blood yeah you don't really see all of her it's kind of like the bottom half but it's it's, yeah oh exactly that's what i'm saying like it's it's, i think like i said with the it's worse that you don't see it because you're like oh no what has he done to her do you know what i mean if she's if she's already hanging which is bad enough but she's covered in dripping blood. Like, I don't want to know, to be honest with you. Or even. <laughs> yeah. They're like that, though, aren't they? What happened first? The horrible bleeding or the hanging? Or the hanging, yeah. So the doc ends up being able to revive Bessick, who kind of, like, instantly sits up, looks directly at Liam. He's not looking at... He's not even bothered about anybody else. He's literally looking directly at Liam. And it's not as if he's even, like, screaming. He's just, like, calmly saying, like, I know who you are. You know, I, I know that what you do i know what you're here for and then he just dies yep and it seems like he's not even that bothered about it i think it seems like he's he's kind of happier to die he's kind of just like fuck this like i know who you are mate like i'm off i'm off see ya yeah yeah. then then we cut back to little old mccready yeah uh, who has again nothing wrong with him well he's getting some cereal out the fridge yeah um a little bit a little bit peckish He's like, I'll have, I'll, have a, I'll have a plate of cereal before I go out to work. You know, who gives a fuck? I'm a grandma. Oh, like that, Snake. Yeah, I'm the yeah. chief. I could do what I want. You know, got perks of the job. Yeah. 
Um, no, unfortunately, he's not getting cereal out of the fridge. He's getting various body parts uh, cereal body out of the parts. fridge. I wonder if he knows the guy from Microwave Massacre. <laughs> this is a gritty remake. Yeah, God, don't. They'll do it. I'm sure. Imagine a guy well, seriously delivering. Our, uh, Microwave Massacre episode about Ari Aster remaking it. Yeah, I, I just get like a, a, a serious image of you know the. Uh, I'm so hungry I could eat a whore, but like deadpan. Like yeah. serious. I'm like so Yeah, okay. It's like no no no, this doesn't work. <laughs> this doesn't work. I kinda wanna see it just to see how much it doesn't work. So yeah, McCready is also a sick fuck. He's got multiple body parts. Yeah, because there's definitely a head in the fridge. Yeah. And he's got a body that's intact upstairs. Yeah. So he's obviously got at least two bodies in this house. Yeah. One of them that's very dismembered. Because he's got it all in like a black bag, in he? I'm assuming this is because he's, uh, um, obviously Liam's looked into his head and he's like, fuck, yeah, I need to get rid of this. Go travel, cover my tracks. Yeah, exactly. So he goes upstairs, there's a, there's a dead guy in his bed and we pretty quickly get another flashback where it, it shows you that McCready's kind of like invited the lad upstairs yeah, for sexy time. Like yeah, Yeah. And then once he's got them upstairs, he literally, like, beats him to death. It goes on for a while as well. Yep. And it's pretty grim. Again, it's like, the, you don't really see it. It's more about what you don't see. Well, yeah, you sort of see it from, like, the doorway, don't you? And, like, the door's slightly yeah. ajar. You can you see, see him, him like, hitting you know, down. Like, he sh- you know, he's got his top off. He stands around, you know, bottle of whiskey. And then, you know, obviously seducing Well, the lad lets gentleman. him sit on top of him. Like, yeah. Obviously, because he thinks he's going to fuck him. But yeah. then and he just starts... I know, it's grim as well. It's like, Jesus Christ, are your hands not going to break? And you were saying you think he might be tired, obviously, because he's a religious man. He yeah. going out of his way to... To do this. To, or yeah. it's just a way of him... Because there's something he says at the end that makes me think that he probably is religious and that he doesn't really have a control on this. It seems like he kills them to make up for the fact that he's been gay with them. Yeah. That's what it seems yeah, like. He's yeah. like, well, well, if I kill him, I'm not that gay. Uh, I don't know if it works like that, McCready. I don't think it works well, like that, Well, they don't mate. exist anymore. It's like, I've not done it. Yeah. No, you, you're, you're, you're a gay man. <laughs> yeah. Rachel and the Doctor, they come back upstairs. Oh, it was great. Because obviously how, yeah, at the beginning you were saying, like, you've seen it twice, but don't really remember it. And then when it came to, like, the body part, bitch went, oh, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw that, because I, I, I started to remember bits. But then, um, it's like you repress the film because it's so horrible. I mean, it's pretty grim that yeah. bit, isn't it? Like, I don't want to go into someone's house that has body parts in his fridge. Yeah, not again. She she goes back upstairs, and obviously, you know, the Loverbirds have been radioing the whole time, but she hasn't been there. So they're like, like, is anybody there? Like, we really, really need to speak to somebody. Yeah. She goes over and hears the call about obviously that they've found in the doctor's house. They've found his family <laughs> massacred yeah like i think the kid's got his skull caved off she yeah. says like sawed off the yeah, mum's sort of, yeah. like on the i don't know she's got like no heart or something like he's taking her heart out i don't know it's a fucking bloodbath rachel obviously confronts the doctor who's standing right next to her he's kind of like smiling as well he's like mm, you know. <laughs> what is it doesn't he say something you know, he like the doctor, the doctor is in that's it now. yeah the oh doctor. dear yeah and um it kind of like super cuts back from her to Liam and it seems like he's kind of egging her on yeah like through his movements he's kind of like as if like kind of giving her a well, boost like he makes she like apprehends him again like pretty easily yeah which she's... I get you know she's a cop she's yeah and he's it, it's not it as if he's like a massive guy really easy like yeah. it's just like, okay yeah you're back in your cuffs now so I definitely think he's give her a little bit of a boost yeah yeah McCready back at the uh, back at his old house yeah, he's, he's put the dead gay lad in, in yeah in the bath the bathtub 
poor lad. Like yeah. it's just awful in it. It's the like blimp of older. Yeah, beam again with his with his white eyes. Yeah, because I think this is the point when McCready's kind of like it's the one point. It seems like they all have a point in this movie, which will make sense at the end, where they kind of have a moment where they're gonna admit to themselves, you know, what they've done. Like he kind of has this moment where he looks himself in the mirror and he kind of like puts his forehead on the mirror, you know, as if to say like I'm tired. Yeah, it's like and it's just fucking get this over. Yeah, it's it's kind of like as if he's like I'm fucked up. Like, I really shouldn't be doing stuff like this. Yeah. And again, like I said, they all seem to have that kind of moment where they go, oh, no, we've been bad. We're horrible bastards. Yeah, but like, you know, kind of like how Liam wants them to admit it, they never do. So Rachel goes and puts the doctor back in the cell and um, Liam, you know, kind of makes a smart-ass comment. He's, he's also floating a match at this point. Um, Rachel doesn't see it, but he's kind of behind her and he's just hovering this match in, a, in his hand. So there's your first inkling that he's definitely supernatural. I mean, not the fact that he was conjured from fucking sea. Well, men, men, many people can do that. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Most most sailors. Oh, I do it all the time. That's how I get to work. Just ride the ride the sea. <laughs> Rachel kind of goes over to, to Liam and she's kind of like, you know, shut the fuck up. Why don't you go to hell? And Liam turns around and he's like, what's the point? Yeah, all the all devils, devils are, are here. here. And you're like, oh my God, what is... What? What do you know, what mate? What's these lines? Well, she goes... She she turns around. She's kind of like, oh, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like, Kind of like you would be. You know, like in real life, if someone spoke like that all the time, you'd be like, oh, shut up. Like, why are you so dramatic? Yeah, why are you so poetic about everything? Yeah, so she kind of storms off. Like, oh, fucking shut up. And then he whistles the tune that her sex slaver whistled. So she's obviously like, spins around like, what? The fuck? What, like, are you my fucking slick slave? I'm gonna kill you. Missed you. Oh no. <laughs> and then we get the the probably you know one of the most major of her flashbacks, which is she actually escapes from the the house that she's yeah, in when she's yeah, a kid. She's managed to. She's kind of like soars the the knot. Yeah. She's tied up in like rope and stuff. This is the second point where the soundtrack kicks in oh, and it oh, is yeah, fucking so good. I think it's yeah. just as she like runs out the door. Well, yeah, the she soundtrack like kicks in downstairs because she's yeah. obviously just doesn't know if the the guy's the cat where he is. is. So yeah. she thinks and then as soon as she gets outstairs, Legs she it. fucking bolts yeah. it. So she she's obviously like, What the fuck is going on? Well, she Cunningham says to her, like, What have you done, Rachel? And then she said, I survived, and they went, You evolved. Yeah, because he, he doesn't, he's, you know, he, he says something near the end about how, you know, why do you call yourself a survivor? You're a predator. She she calls McCready again because she's like, I need some fucking help here because what the fuck is going Like, I told you, leave me with four fucking prisoners. I was like, yeah. I fucking told And McCready's like, don't worry, I'll be with you really soon. And she's like, oh, thank God. And it's like, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh. Because he's in his room as well. You know, he's like, oh, I'll be with you very soon. And you're like, um, okay. And then he starts reciting Bible verses. You're like, oh no. Oh, and then pulls a shotgun out of a nice wooden chest yep. underneath his bed. It's like, what a lovely house for this. My shotgun. So Liam, uh, the doctor, and Caesar are talking in the cells. And, um, you know, I think Caesar's getting pretty freaked out at this point. Like, he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And Liam basically turns around to him. He's like, you know, many people don't get, you know, this second chance. And Caesar's obviously like, what are you on about? Like, what chance? And he's like, to remember. And straight away, he's hit with a flashback of him hitting this fucking poor girl on the side of the road. You see that he goes out to help her as yeah. well and then leaves her. And it's worse. Yeah. I think that's worse than fucking... But Liam basically says, like, look, you can still help her. She's still alive. And yeah, he's kind of like... So if, you, if 
you'd have the balls. Yeah, and he's like, oh, how the fuck do you know? He's like, it doesn't matter how I know. He's like, she's still alive. Go and, you know, go and find her. And he's like, oh, I'll be in worse trouble. And Liam kind of looks at him and he's like, you couldn't be in worse trouble than what you are now, yeah. And obviously, I'm guessing that Caesar thinks it's, you know, being put away for the crime. Yeah. But, you know, as it makes sense, it's like, no, I think you're in worse trouble than jail, mate. Jail seemed like a bit of a luxury. (laughs) Yeah. Get free meals in there. <laughs> free meals and free bumming. Monday and Wernock arrive back at the police station and they're they're pretty shook up. Like Wernock's more shook up than Monday. I think mm-hmm. she says something about, you know, well, he's you got did, kids of his own. Yeah, so you didn't really see what was in there. Yeah. Like he's fucked up. Like he's he's fucked up. So they kind of storm off to go and get the doctor. And you know, I think obviously Rachel understands what they're going to do because she's kind of like whoa like this isn't the way to do this and she they're just kind of like get the fuck out of the way like we're doing this end of story she she you know they they she says to them how is this how is this going to help to monday like when monday's unlocking the cell she's like look how is this going to help it's not going to help anything they're still dead and uh liam cunham says you know they're not worried about that they're only in the retribution business yeah i mean that's why no not in the salvation game just the retribution that's it yeah yeah not in the uh, Salvation game. So Rachel goes with Monday to interrogate the Doctor because obviously she's, I'm I'm assuming she's hoping that like I'll stop this. Like I can't let her beat this man to death no matter what he's done. Really, it, like especially in a fucking police station yeah. as well. You know? He starts saying some fucking weird shit, doesn't he? Yeah. So you, th- there's kind of another kind of supercut scene where it's back and forth from Wernock and Liam, and Monday, Rachel, and the Doctor. And Wernock is essentially this is his moment. That, you know, kind of like what I was on about, you know, he has this moment where it's like, he seems different, where he's like, you know, oh, I've got kids, you know, this, I mean, there's no, just cracked yeah, there's gone. no fucking need for anybody to go through this, anything like this. And Liam's kind of like, you know, egging him on again, isn't he? He's kind of like, oh, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, what what's this? And he's kind of like, I can't, you know, I've got a wife, I've got kids, all this. And obviously, that's when you realise that he's not only fucking this girl, but he's cheating with her. Yeah. And then at the same time, you've got the doctor and he's basically like admitting that he's found this higher... Like, they're like, why did you do this to your family? So I found a higher call. And you're like... Uh, you know what, mate? Yeah. Why are there so many fucking nut jobs in this town? Well, it turns... I think Rachel makes a comment soon, doesn't she? She's like, this town's fucked up, like, or something <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. But it turns out that the Doctor is looking for immortality. Yeah. It's funny, because Monday turns around, she's like, you're fucking special. <laughs> like, But it's like, it's when she brings up, so you saw the top of your son's head off, and he was like, yeah, I'll just look for immortality. Yeah. Well, Would you not? Hello? No, I, well, I, just, I read this uh, article on the computer that says if you cut kids' heads off, they'll live forever. <laughs> I, th- I think it does the opposite. Don't go on Wikipedia for that so kind of thing. You're, you're a doctor, you're supposed to know that kids, well, anyone, any living thing n- needs a head. Mm, no. I don't know. Worth a go, though, wasn't it? Chickens can live for a while without them. Oh, what? Again, I mean, a while, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't think they can live without it, though. Like, I don't... Mm. So Liam shows Wernick his flashback again, and it turns out that the guy that him and Monday were beaten the, in the interrogation room, they actually hanged him from the yeah, fucking door, and it's grim as well. Yeah. They, like, tie a sheet around his, or a bag or something around his neck, and then hang him over yeah, the door. Yeah, it's like a plastic bag, it's and grim. then they just let him drop. I know, it's and awful. Yeah, they've got that look on their face. Like, well, they're like, I want to wank over this. Yeah. <laughs> That makes it worse. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's other people that would fuck near it. Oh, I, I'm i almost certain they'd. I'm glad they didn't show us, because I didn't need to see that. But I definitely would. Yeah, like, fucking... Having a good old... Cersei like and fucking, Jamie, uh, like, fucking over the corpse of their son. Uh, you're next. It's like, fuck me next to your dead mum. Yeah. Even he's like, 
this is a bit weird no. for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's my mum. Yeah. I know she's dead. I wanted her dead, but I don't want to don't fuck, fuck near her. <laughs> Living or dead. Yeah. So he, Wernick storms off and he goes into the interrogation room and he instantly starts to batter the doctor yeah. like to bits and he he throws the table upside down <laughs> yeah this is fucking grim and they but he like looks at the table leg and it's like oh i've got an idea yeah yeah so he puts the doctor's head or his eye specifically but it goes straight through he like bashes him like it's only like twice as well yeah it's grim the first hit you're like it? oh and then the second hit you're like oh <laughs> Oh no! What oh, the fuck? No for that. I mean, I know he's a fucking uh, psychopath, but yeah. come on. But then he's like just so casual. He's like, well, we've got to do now is get our story. For yeah, this. we need a story like, for this. You put his eye into a table yeah. leg. I don't know how oh, you say. Fell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they say something like, oh, we'll say it's an accident. Like, his eye's in the table. Yeah, I know. And but he's beaten. How does that happen? How, how, like, there's two corpses here. Yeah. Uh, accident. Well, Rachel protests, but they kind of turn around and go, well, to be fair, like well, there was injuries on there, on yeah. there, there was yeah. injuries on there that we that they had before we got here. He's like, so you did that, and he's like, yeah. what would be the most if we just tell them like, you know, you're the fucking yeah, you're basically the new saying, one. Like either it's your fault or uh, we all get off scot free. So yeah. Well, they also say something about you've already got one body on you out there, like yeah. which is uh, Bessick. And they're even like, you know, you know what you've been through as a kid, you know. I know what That's a fucking a, thing yeah. to say, man. Like, as that means they've gone through their f- her file. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, news. I would imagine like stuff like that should probably be uh, confidential. Yeah, especially like yeah, well, unless she's just really casual about it. But how are you? Oh, my, I was a child. Used to be a sex slave. Cheers. Well, like, were you old enough to be a sex slave? No, I didn't want it. It was horrible, horrifying. It's not like some kinky thing. I was a child. It's a in my life. Worst really. years of my life. I can tell you that without a doubt. Yeah. Not as bad as time I went to uh, Butlins, but yeah. pretty grim. Pretty grim. So they, they kind of say, like you said, you know, they go like, either, you know, we pin it on you or yeah, look, are against us, basically, we yeah. look after our own. Yeah. And she agrees. You can kind of tell that she's agreeing just for agreeing's sake, which I love because I not enough like, I'm people. Agree for now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I, it annoys me in films a lot when there's like you know like an interrogation scene and they say something like, "Look, if you admit to, if you like tell us you're going to kill these people or whatever the fuck something horrible," the villain says, and then they're like, "And you know, if you just admit it, like I'll let you go." And then they go, I'm not admitting this. It's like, just admit it there and then. Walk yeah. out and then yeah. shoot him in the face or something. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why more people... Don't... And then she literally goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it that way. And they're like, oh, well, fair enough. Then. She goes to see Caesar... Well, no, she goes downstairs. I think Caesar's pressed the alarm again. So she goes downstairs to see him and he confesses what he's done. And she, you know, she's obviously like, look... Tell me everything. Tell me all the description of her and everything. I'll get a call out. It's like, you know, help us find her. Liam fucking cuts in and he's like, well, there's no point now. And she's like, what? And he's like, she died two minutes ago. And she's obviously like, how the fuck do you know that? And he's like, doesn't matter how I know. It just matters that, sorry, Caesar, like you, yeah, it was too late. Like yeah, well, you even he likes annoyed. Well, she's dead now. It's fucked you. You ruined your chance. Yeah. Even he's like annoyed. Like you had a chance to fucking... Uh... That's what I like about him. He genuinely seems disappointed that these people aren't changing. Yeah. Like, he does genuinely look at Caesar like, fuck's sake, mate. I've literally given you the keys to the kingdom, and you took too long. (laughs) For someone who's sat and bled to death on the side of the road. 
crazy. So she kind of turns around, you know, she's obviously like, how the fuck do you know this? Like, who are you? And Liam turns around and he's like, you fucking know who I am, mate. And she's like, what like are you Caesar's talking about? freaking out. Like, oh, he knows everything. Yeah, know. yeah, I know. He's like, you don't even care at this point. He's like, oh, don't ask him. He knows everything. <laughs> Liam reveals Rachel's kind of last flashback. Yeah. And it's basically the full flashback of the the instant. So he says, you know, you remember who I am. You just never kept in touch yeah, with me. Yeah, So she kind of like remembers that before she went out of the room to go and run out of the house, she looks out the window and the person at the front door who rings the doorbell is fucking Liam Conan. You know, her her captor answers the door and it's it's cool because he kind of like answers the door and he's like instantly blowing smoke in his face he just breathes cool in this little kind of it's great <laughs> so yeah so he basically says look i've been i've been you know me i've been around for a while helped you he's like and by the way those two up fucking stairs are planning your murder so um you know you need to sort out and she's kind of like oh what the fuck what the fuck and he's like look He's like, you need to do this. He's like, because I'm the only one in your corner at the minute. So she goes upstairs and funnily enough, they uh, she, she doesn't like reveal herself straight away. Does she kind of hides behind the door? And Wernock and Monday are, like Liam said, saying we need to get rid of the new girl. Like, you know, she, she I think it's Monday that goes like, oh, the new girl, are you up for doing this? And at first, Wernock's like, I don't know, like I was up for doing, you know, the doctor. He's like, but I don't know about her. And then Monday just does her poison thing yeah well she just and like convinces him. him around her finger yeah yeah rachel's phone goes off during this like from uh mccready so obviously they turn around they're like oh fuck so they all kind of like try and play it you know like cool they're kind of like oh shit she's i think she might have overheard us but <laughs> yeah so what she does is she gets a call from mccready and she says oh yeah no cool no nice to see you i'll, I'll see you in a minute Leaves the phone down, but she leaves the phone on. So they're kind of like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I'm not the ones that are talking about um, possibly, you know, murdering someone. And they kind of go, oh, you fucking, you know, like, you fucking heard us, like, you know, what's this about? And then they hear that the phone's still on. And McCready's obviously like, what the fuck is this? And then she's like, oh, why did you bring the old man into this? Like, there was no need for that, was there? They they go to it. They, they attack Rachel. They have kind of like a little scuffle. And then McCready shows up. Tooled up. He's covered in like fucking oh, barbed wire. He's like he's got no top on. He's covered in barbed wire, which so he's covered in blood because it's yeah. all like cut. In, it's all like literally like tightly wrapped around him. Yeah. And uh, like I said earlier, it seems like it's kind of like trying to recreate the uh, the cross the of cross thorns. Of all, yeah. Because all he does really now at this point for the last half of the film is recite Bible verses while he's trying to like, clean up. Shit up yeah. I know. But he comes in. It's like it's. It's one of the uh, uh, the funniest points of the film because he kind of comes in. He's covered in barbed wire. He's covered in blood. He's got a you know a shotgun. Walks in, sweating his fucking ass off, and he's like, "Right, racks his shotgun." He's like, "Which one of you used called me old?" <laughs> and you're like, "That's, That's what, what you're bothered about." This yeah. is a fucking uh, pretty hardcore scene, really. Yeah. So he he shoots Wernock in the throat. Who, who lives a fair while as well. Like, he's yeah, kind of well, like, Jesus. I, when he did it first, I thought he shot him in the head. But... Yeah, but the throat, yeah. yeah. So, like, Wynette's kind of kneeling there, like, fucked, like, puking like, up blood. Cl- like, yeah. his throat, trying to stop the blood going everywhere. Yeah, and uh, McCready kind of, like, just strolls up to him, like, recites a Bible verse, yeah, and, and then... Shoots him in the fucking bollocks. And it's grim as well. Yeah. Like, it's pretty, like, well done. His balls just like that's the best bollock shoot oh, I've ever it's, seen. It's, that's what I'm saying. That's how bad it is. It's, yeah. He like shoots it, and it kind of just falls on the floor, and you're like, "Oh, that used to be your testicles." Oh dear! Imagine with a shotgun as well. Like that's going to be shredded. <laughs> 
shredded. Shredded penis. Penises should never be shredded. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I'd like to think yeah, so. Right. So Rachel kind of runs to cover and she starts getting, you know, kind of tooled up with the stuff that we saw earlier. Yeah. Like she grabs her bat and she grabs the Stanley knife and she waits for McCready to kind of, he's, he's still spouting fucking religious bullshit, walks over, goes to, he's going to execute her. Like he walks over, she's hiding behind this table thing. He kind of walks over, like peers over about to kill her. She runs out and like slices his fucking ankle with a Stanley blade. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, he's like, he's like dragging his... Oh, severed. I hated that bit. Yeah, and he like he's like dragging so his. Stop fucking people's ankles up in films. <laughs> yeah. So she runs into the interrogation room. She gets in there with Monday, and it's funny because they try to call the police, but the the line is too busy. They're like, it's like, sorry, if you want to get through to the police, like you'll have to stay on hold. And they're like, oh, for fuck's sake, we are the police. <laughs> yeah, McCready um begins to try to like shoulder the door down no so yeah no yeah he does he tries to first of all he tries to shoulder the door down yeah, then he yeah. goes away and they kind of think he's left and then he comes back and the bashes are like a lot louder and it's funny because uh rachel kind of like listens to it then looks at fucking monday she's like have you just got a battering ram here and she's like oh yeah we have actually and it's like <laughs> i don't whoops. know why she seems so like more I'd be like, well, with the fucking police, of course we've got a fucking yeah. bat ram like shit i'm guessing it's just the fact that she's like we didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> We're in a well, Rachel's like, well, this gives us a chance because if he's got the battering ram, that means he's had to put his shotgun down. Yeah. He's unarmed. So if we're quick, we can... Uh... Well, it's funny because Monday turns around. She's like got the most, the, the you know, the most it, the likened reaction to me in that situation where she's like, fuck that noise. Yeah, and I'm right. like, yeah, I agree with her. You're a weirdo, but I agree with you. Yeah. I've always loved that phrase, just fuck that Fuck that noise, yeah. yeah. So, Mac, they do, like, you know, what you said. They they kind of, like, run off just as he kind of bashes the door down and he drops the... It, it's like that. He's just whoop, back to shotgun. Yeah, I know. I, I think he's done this before. <laughs> Worries me. How many How many uh, police stations know, has right. he besieged? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's too many most too people have might done one, three or four one's too many like seven. but seven like you're on a fucking so he runs it they they the two girls they kind of try and run around the corner but he gets monday in the shoulder i think just before she goes around the corner yeah. she's like oh he's fucking shot me and she's like well move are you gonna get shot again <laughs> like just keep moving so they go back to the uh the cell area and they lock themselves in there and uh mccready you know kind of does the whole shoulder thing but then he just like licks the door yeah, and goes, like, why? I don't know, I think why it's just fucked it? at this point. Like, he's incredibly okay. insane. God said if liquor for the door. Oh, no. So Rachel kind of, she she starts going like, oh, please, God, please, God, get us out of here. And Liam kind of goes, why are you asking for him? Like, why don't you ask someone a little bit closer to home? She kind of goes over, and this is where you get your, essentially, like, the big revelation. Unless you've kind of put it together through the film now from what we've been saying. He basically says that he had a friend, he had an old friend. And basically, you know, his old friend said that humans are you know, the most people capable of sin or something something like that or yeah. something. And he said, you know, but I was the one that didn't want to sit around and just let them get off of it. And he's like, unfortunately, I lost that argument and I was cast out. So he's basically, you know, saying just for saying like, you know, I want to punish these people that have done wrong. I think he says something like, oh, who gives a fuck? It's better down here anyway. Rachel notices that McCready's outside and he's began to like pour gas like around the fucking around the police station yeah, and you're like oh no this isn't well, good isn't yeah yeah so he lights the place up 
fucking place goes on fire. This whole time, like, Rachel kind of snaps into gear where she's like, right, we need to get these people out. We need to get these people out. And Liam's kind of going like, well, why are you helping these people? He's like, just help yourself. This is the point where he goes like, you keep saying you're a survivor. He's like, why don't you call yourself a predator? And he's like, look, you know, these people, you know, you know, they need help. And he's like, well, who gives a fuck about them? Just get yourself out. And she's like, no, no, I'm getting them out. And she opens his cell and she's like, come on, come on. And he's like, no, nah. he's like, like the weather here. yeah, he's like, I think I'll just hang here. Like, it's pretty cool. And obviously with the revelation that he is, you know, the devil, yeah. I assume, yeah. um, it makes sense. It's quite funny, them, them quotes. Uh, it just, the, the, you know, when you like rewatch this as well, like thinking that, you know, the first line that he goes and it's a pale fucking horse and you're yeah. like, oh, it all kind of adds yeah, up, first, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Is it the first horseman hmm? of the apocalypse? Because it's death that rides the pale horse. Yeah, death's it? the, no, de- yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's the pale horse comes in afterwards and death rode on him. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know if the devil's actually one of the horsemen. I think it's. Well, it's death. Death, famine. death, famine, war, and pestilence. pestilence. So yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's. Are they not? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm getting into my religion here. Are they not supposed to be like the personification of like all the things that are bad? Yeah. You know, what I mean, like war, obviously, war, famine, yeah. pestilence, and so basically, they, they uh, Rachel Caesar Monday. They all go to. They run out of the fucking. They they say, look, the only thing we can do is just run out. Like, go out. Unfortunately, like, fucking McCready's sitting outside the cell area, like, waiting for them to go. Like, in the fire as well. He's just like, no, I'm all right. Goes to shoot them. I mean, he's not on fire, but he's, like, standing... He's in the fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't want to be that close. So, obviously, they run out. He tries to... Uh, I think he tries to shoot Caesar. He misses first. And uh, Monday runs out after Caesar, and she kind of, like, slips and falls on this. Oh, yeah, Caesar breaks the window to get out. Yeah, he chucks a chair through it. Yeah, yeah, Monday comes out, and she kind of falls on... She slips on the blood or something, and she lands with her neck on the jagged uh, window pane, which is yeah. grim. Yeah. And then McCready does, like, one of the coolest kills I've ever seen in a film, where he just comes over with a stock of his shotgun and just pushes it down. And just like, like, it wasn't you necessary. She was going to die. He's like, like you know, Wow. Just you know, get it over with. Bored me now. Bored me now. Can you just fucking die? Yeah. I've got things to do, mate. I've got fucking men to bum you. Know? <laughs> yeah, and then kill. And then dismember. And then maybe bum. Yeah, maybe. He also shoots Caesar. Caesar kind of like falls down. He's like, I'm fucked. It was funny because at this point, Richard turned around and was like, oh, I thought he was going to survive. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He. Uh, this was one thing that we forgot to mention at the beginning. Um, they have like this shoe polisher. This, like, machine shoe polisher, which, you know. And they show at the beginning, it's another one of the things that they show that obviously comes back at the end. And he shoe polishes Caesar's face. As you do. It's like I have a bit of that. And then he, then he, I think he executes him with a shotgun to the chest as well. Like yeah. he turns around, all of his mouth is it's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like bam. Oh dear. As he's doing this, Rachel gets her hands on the gas canister, and she kind of like. Well, McCready turns around to shoot her, and she lobs the fucking gas canister, and I think he shoots the gas canister, which hasn't got much left in it, but I mean, the vapour enough is enough to, like, it blasts him away, and he's kind of, like, he's kind of, like, covered in, you know, flaming debris, and he's kind of, like, it's funny, because he kind of, you know, kind of like when you watch Tom and Jerry, and one of them blew up? And it's like the face is all out. Yeah, Don't you yeah. believe it? it? It reminds me of that. And he comes, Rachel kind of comes over with the fucking battering ram. And he goes, he says some fucking other Bible verse. And Rachel just looks at him and goes, Amen. And then <laughs> yeah. bashes his face. You see it as well. Yeah. Pretty brutal. Pretty so brutal. she goes outside. Liam comes out then. 
And he basically, you know, this is where he completely reveals, like, everything. And he's kind of like, you know, at midnight when people pay for their sins, he's like, I'm the one that comes to collect. Yeah, because there's loads of shots throughout the film where they put emphasis on, you know, the time getting closer yeah, and closer to midnight. to midnight. Yeah, yeah, because I think at this point it's literally just clicked to, yeah, it's to literally midnight. Just isn't it? Mid- he he explains why he's taken. I mean, we know, but he kind of like goes through the reasons why, and he's like, you know, I think he says Bessick is a hypocrite. No, no, sorry, the doctor's cruel and a hypocrite. Bessick is, you know, just a fucking cunt for being a wife beater. Um, the two coppers are uh, obviously cruel and. They have an affair. And I think Caesar, he's just like, he was a fucking coward. Like, he didn't have it in him to just admit what he'd done. Like, he'd have been alive now if, if it wasn't for that. But while he's saying this, and with each sin that he's talking about, it focuses on the people that have committed that, the people in the film that have committed the scene. And these, like, black tendrils come out to take their body down to hell, I guess. Yeah. I assume, or wherever the fuck they take them. And it's it's a pretty cool effect as well. Yeah, it looked decent. The tent, it's quite unnerving to be honest oh, with you. Yeah. I, I don't really it's like tendrils like anyway. It. It like... No, exactly. It's kind of like that thing was, oh, tendrils as well. Like, this film fucking needed more fucked up shit. And he basically goes to Rachel. He's like, all I wanted from them were their souls. He's like, but from you, I want something much, much more. And he explains that he, when he helped her escape, from the house he saw something in her so he decided to watch her and wait until she was you know old enough and it's a bit, bit weird yeah it's a little bit straight it's a little bit groomy yeah but i suppose at least he hasn't actually had a point in her life in a big deposit and make a hefty withdrawal yes yeah, like, i mean I, again i'm glad that he didn't physically groom her he's kind of just like i'll wait till she's old enough to be honest <laughs> this is a bit i might be a hypocrite if i do this and, you know, he, he kind of, there's this really cool, you know, like, little monologue that he does at the end, you know, where he's like, you know, people like to blame me. He's like, but really, I'm just here to witness what yeah, you've done. Yeah. Like, and he's like, you know, this this bit reminded me, I, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's nowhere near as good, but it reminded me of the end of Blade Runner. If you haven't seen the end of Blade Runner, then, I mean, it's a very old movie, but... um. It's the bit with Rutger Hauer at the end, and he's kind of like, uh, we're all just tears in the rain. I think that's what he says, something like that. It's like a, one of the most well-known ones anyway. But he says something like, he's like, I've, that's what reminds me of it. Because Rutger Hauer in Blade Runner, he's like, you know, I've seen things that you wouldn't even believe. Liam on this film, he turns around, he's like, I've seen things that would make the angels weep. And yeah. they have weeped. And you're like, oh my god. that It just feels dirty, that phrase, yeah. for some reason. Yeah. You're like, Oh no. Angels weeping. Yeah. And he basically explains to her that he's like, you know, I've waited for you. And he's like, I want you to come and help me punish the wicked. And she says something like, oh, heaven, heaven and hell, and hell forever, forever and ever. And he, it, they, they kiss. Yeah. And then and it. Uh, by the burning. Uh, yeah, by the burning police station. police station. So I assume they have a lovely relationship after that. <laughs> like collecting souls. Yeah. And that is the end of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially the devil. <laughs> Fucking um, nothing to do. Shall I punish sinners? <laughs> that is let us pray. Yeah. It's quite a uh, battering ram of a film. <laughs> right, do you want to... You go first, mate. You're good. So, I think this film ticks pretty much most of the boxes you could want in a horror film. Mm-hmm. It's got mystery to it. It's got questions... And I think a good amount get answered and a good amount get... 
hinted. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's not. It's not. They don't tell you the. It's like he doesn't. He doesn't turn around at any point and say, "I'm the devil." Yeah. He just says, like, he doesn't even say about God. Yeah. He just says, oh, I fell out with an old friend and yeah. I lost the argument. Yeah. It can't, It reminds me, I mean, I think this is a much more serious sort of take on it, but it reminds me a lot of uh, He Never Yeah, died. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah, it does remind me a lot of that as well. Yeah. It's kind of like a different take on it. Isn't this it? is the Scottish version of uh, He <laughs> yeah. Never Died. Yeah, I was saying, I think it took it ticks pretty much any box you could want in horror films. It's got mystery, it's got suspense, it's got fucking gore, it's got interesting kills, and I think it does all of it so so well. Yeah, I I one thing I agree with there is is that it it seems to really know how to tone the line between showing you too much and enough. Yeah, yeah. like the a lot of the kills are off screen. Yeah. It's just you see. The worst parts of them. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. And even, like, the way, like, some of, like, those moments are filmed, like, going back to, like, when the door's slightly ajar and the camera's looking it's into worse. it. And you, you basically just, like, see, like, his elbow coming into, like, the frame of the shot. Where he's punching, yeah. The it's the sound yeah. that's worse. Yeah, it's that definitely. thump. It's the Texas yeah. Chainsaw kind of thing, yeah, yeah where the... Yeah. the, the, the the, the... It does that all great. I think the characters are great. I think everybody does a fantastic job in this film. Yeah. Great cast. The actors are all great, especially Liam Cumming. Like you say, he just oozes coolness. I know he's just. I, I mean, he's a really good actor anyway. Yeah, like yeah, at the yeah. best, at the worst of times. So, um, but yeah, like it is literally like he's the coolest devil I've ever seen. <laughs> I can't really think of a devil that's that cooler than him. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Doctor Satan in a. Don't. If anyone's seen the film Constantine film? with. Uh, Keanu Reeves? Reeves, yeah. I mean, the film is not that good, but um, it's got one of the best devils in it. Of all time, I think that's yeah, Peter Stormare. Yeah, I don't really remember much from it. Yeah, that that was the best bit of the film. Put it that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know we touched on it before. The soundtrack is godly. Yeah, like it's fucking. And again, it's not a soundtrack that's invasive. Like you don't go, "Oh, this is really cool," but we heard it like four or five times now. You really only hear the soundtrack like a few times. But when you hear it, it's exactly, just like, oh they God, use the moments really good. well. Yeah, this film is genuinely. <laughs> Trying to figure the, the the right way to phrase it, it's, took me by surprise. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, like when you talk about. Well, I'm usually horrible to you, aren't I, with, with movies? Like, yeah, that sounds. You know, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it's so, hard to explain to someone. Do you know what I mean? Just so good. Yeah, I it's, it's, loved it. it's just like even when we were talking about it earlier, you know, like when I was kind of trying to hint at you, kind of like, oh, this is what the film's kind of about it's so hard to say like what what do you say about it it's like yeah. it's in a without, police station you know, shit happens giving it away. exactly that's so what I'm saying like, I mean that's what I'm saying like yeah. it's, oh, it's about the devil and he punishes a lot of people in this police station but you tell them that that's the whole film yeah, ruined, yeah. exactly yeah. that's pretty much what we've done for the uh, past hour and a half but oh well you chose well, to listen to this exactly see as a film I'll give it a full on 5 out of 5 because nice. there's not really anything that I wasn't happy with unhappy with it's just it's just a very solid film yeah it's going back to when you were on about about har- harpoon it's like it's hard to like yeah i mean i i wouldn't it's not as if i'd put this next to the, i mean well five out of five so it's not as if you'd put this right next to fucking halloween yeah it's That's, not going up with like hereditary and no halloween but it's it's it does everything well yeah. enough it's, yeah it's, it's more like the harpoon and dead snow too it's like we're not saying that these are the great they're not masterpieces of all time but, but it's there's nothing there's nothing to that, complain yeah. about. Yeah. It's just it's so it's really well made. It's 
these are like the more sort of the horror films that I like. The more yeah. you know, direct to fucking. It sounds fucking no, like a pretentious. It's like an indie. Yeah, you're on about an indie film, like you're more, more. Well, yeah, I mean, just more like obscure. It's, it's the way, like the way we took in films has evolved. It used to be like films in the cinema. They were like the good shit, and then anything like straight to video was just the crap. Yeah. Whereas I genuinely think in like the it's past changed like nowadays. Years, it's changed. The yeah. best films are coming out. They're they're more obscure they're, at least. Well, yeah, if they're, they're, they're not the, indie, they're yeah. they're obscure. Yeah. It's more like. Whereas you know, like don't get me wrong, there are cinematic horror films that I like, but well, this is a very far cry from like it. Yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? Whereas like or the I mean or anything like that. It's... I, I don't mind it, but I I've never thought the new one I'm on about, but um, it's one of them films where I was like. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. It's all right. Yeah. It's not, but it's not great. I was yeah. like, there's problems with it. Yeah. Whereas this one, yeah, it hasn't really got. It's not like, it's kind of like it's a small enough story that you know there's not really much to get wrong in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like as long as they and which again, they have. I think that play, again in the same way, harpoon it does itself favors by not. It's a small location. Yeah, like, like, let's just put it in here. Have a few people cut out the crap, no filler. Just here's this is film. why I like Cabin in the Woods films so yeah, much. Definitely. Do you know what yeah. I mean, this is and this is I would say another Cabin in the Woods film. Like oh, it's yeah. it does it definitely branches out than most of them do. But um, yeah. so what about fun? Well, yeah, yeah, five, yeah, out, yeah, five, 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 five out of five. five yeah, five out of five. Yeah, yeah. Had a really good time with this. It'd be interesting to do a rewatch and see if there are pick things, all the bits up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started to remember it, so yeah. I started to obviously know things like when he said. And it's a pale fucking horse. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I remember who you are. And then I think I got mixed up a little bit with the, the He Never Died's character. I don't think he's the devil. He's, uh, he's a fallen angel, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's uh, like Cain. Cain and Abe. Yeah, Cain, yeah. And um, you see the devil and the guy following. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I really liked about this? I'm going to go ahead and just say I've got the same... Which is weird because I remember watching this now the first time. And I was like, you know, it was one of them, like, it seems like these are probably going to be my best films now. I, I remember watching it the first time, and I don't know if I might have fell asleep. Right. So I kind of came away from it as in, like, oh, it was good, but meh. And then I remember watching it again, and I I, I, really, I think I watched it with Trav that time. So I, I, I listened to it a bit more. But this time, I think it's really, like, clicked. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would have given given this like a solid no, four out of five. Just need a, you know, a solid fucking attention to it. To yeah, exactly. Like, especially what? this kind of film because it's one of them films where everything it could be a. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's like a wasted moment. Everything is. Yeah, it's all right. Building into the bigger picture. Some of the dialogues are a little bit over the top. Yeah, but well, not. I'm not about Liam Cunningham stuff because his stuff gets to be like he's there for a reason. Like yeah. some of the stuff they they said, but it's not. It doesn't take anything away from the uh, the film. Yeah. It was one of the things I, I read about when I was looking it up today, and it was like a lot. Uh, I think a lot of. I mean, it got really good reviews. Apparently, I didn't think it got that that well reviewed. But I think one of the main concerns was was the dialogue, and it's like I get what they mean, but yeah, it's nowhere near enough. It's not awful. No, it's it's. Very decent. It's just not. There's some lines where you kind of go, like you said. You know, there's some lines where you kind of go, oh, you know, it's kind of like the way they say things and stuff, and the way they make. It's like this is a bit dramatic. I'm gonna go with the same ratings as you. I, I think I would have given it a four out of five, but like you said, it's it's another one of those harpoons where I was gonna give harpoon a four out of five, and I'm like, why am I giving this a four out of five? Like I really like this movie. Yeah. The one thing I the 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 main thing that I loved from this movie was the different characterization that they gave to the devil. The devil's almost the good guy in this film. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like I know what he does is he's killing people, but he's killing bad people. But um, that was one of the I that, think that was just raises more questions with you know religions. Well, like, I was just about to say evil, like you know this God's is done some pretty fucking messed up worst things. things. Yeah. He killed the world. The devil's like got fucking yeah. people down there. But the thing is like that was that's always been especially as I've got older. That's always been one of my main problems with christianity as a religion i'm like why is the devil the bad guy i don't understand so like he's the punishing the, the punishing the bad guys I don't understand. and then god's like oh if you if you say sorry to me i'll let you up here sorry what um so that yeah i get i get a lot of uh a lot of kick out of that from his and the way he describes it as well or he's like you know i lost an argument with an old friend and uh you know and the, you know like he's like he says something you don't believe in god he's like well i never said that but i do want a fucking word and it's line, yeah i yeah, know there's not really much more I can go into that you haven't cleared up. It's it's all pretty good. It's just um, a very solid film. Yeah. It's not a masterpiece, but it's perfect yeah. at what it's doing. The weakest character by far was probably Caesar. But, that's not and that's, yeah, and he's not, not even that bad. Wolf. No, he's pretty good. It's just like, if I'm going to go for anything, like if anything that is specifically wrong with this movie, I'd say that he's the only weakest thing. But I mean, it's all good. It's a grim movie, though. Like, and again, like, heavy. it's not the kind of movie. Like, if we're going to recommend it to you, it's not the kind of movie where you go in like, oh, let's watch, a, you know, a horror film. It's kind of like, nah. There's a little bit of brains to this one. Yeah, it's not mindless. I mean, if, even if you don't fucking like the sound of it, watch it for Liam Cunningham alone. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about the way they've done. Yep. The devil that makes it. He's just so cool in this movie, isn't it? Like yeah. I said, like if I put a trench coat on, every movie be like, <laughs> he puts one, you're like, oh. Hey, do, you, do you know what one thing but just before we finish the one th- the the coolest thing that i saw him do in this was at the end of the 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 film he walks out of the police station and he's lighting a cigarette but he set his little black book on fire just so he can light his cigarette and then he just like puts it out and it's like <laughs> yeah. how many times have you done this with this book let us pray yeah very good very very good film strongly recommend it decent movie next week he's gonna do something horrible I'll be nice to him. Richard comes like, oh, oh no, I've got, no, I've no, got no, a sequel to one of your most hated <laughs> movies of all time. Next week, we're taking a short break from our little uh, back and forth. Oh, of course, yeah. Of to course we celebrate the 60th anniversary of one of the greatest films of all time. Oh, that's all right. That's we right. are going to delve into Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 masterpiece, Psycho. But and the even more masterpiece <laughs> Go on, Richard, you can say this. <laughs> Makes it sound like some sort of delicious food. Exactly, like yeah. Hey, would you like a masterpiece, To uh, We couldn't have it that easy on ourselves to uh, you know make it a bit more interesting. We're going to pit it against the 1990... Better remake. Or Better get, remake. Get the, <laughs> is it 98? 98, 99? Yeah, I don't uh, care. <laughs> Vince Vaughn starring uh, remake, one of my most hated films. He's lying. He loves it. I've seen him off. One of my favourite films. I've seen him off air, and it's vice versa. It's you don't yeah. think it's his favourite one is yeah. the Vince Vaughn one. Yeah. Anybody who knows about this film knows it's a shot for shot remake. So, how we're going to format the episode, we're not quite sure yet, but we'll get around it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll probably just be talking about them as a whole. I guess because yeah, yeah. it's. There's not really well, it's not anything. Like, and in this scene, in this version, yeah, it's, it's like the same thing. it's the same thing. Yeah, so. so it might make it a little bit easier for us actually, because yeah, we can just yeah. go straight through. Yeah, I think it's going to be more of a parody of our deathmatch episodes. 
Yeah. Really. Join us next week for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. fucking horse.